The Fake Show podcast is brought to you by the law firm of Hutchison & Stefan, the Craft House Brewery, now with two locations, the Tone Factory Recording Studio, Moonshot.com t-shirt designs, Mr. Antenna, now your host, Jim Tofty. Four-time Olympian and 12-time Olympic medalist Ryan Lochte is the world's second most decorated swimmer in history, behind, of course, Michael Phelps. Ryan has had his ups and downs over the years after being banned from competition for a while and then staging a comeback most recently. We talk about that and what is on the horizon as my guest is Ryan Lochte. Ryan, good morning. How are you, buddy? Good morning. How are you doing? I'm great. Thanks for asking. And and have you ever been to Vegas? Oh yes. And will you tell me will you tell me about your exploits here or is that something that stays here in Vegas? No, I can tell you. Okay. <laughs> what were you doing here? Um well it's usually um uh, we always had like after so in swimming, uh, you train basically from September all the way through July and then you have your big championship meet um in the late July or early August. So afterwards me and my boys, we would always go to Vegas as a, like a celebration trip. Right. Um, one time after 2012 Olympics, or 2011 or 2012, um, it was after a championship meet. I don't know if it was the Olympics, um, but um, we were at this party at Excess, and we were in our table, VIP table, and I guess Prince Harry was there. And he found out that I was there. So he he came over and said, hey, uh, we started talking and everything, hanging out. And he was like, hey, do you want to race me? I'm like, race you like <laughs> in the pool? He's like, yeah. I'm like, I don't have my swimsuit on. Uh, it's like one. It's like one or two a.m. in the morning. Like we're at a club. <laughs> He's like, no, let's go right now. And he jumped in. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, uh, all right. Um, OK. I guess I'm doing this. So I jumped in too and we raced. Um, I raced Prince Harry in the excess swimming pool. Oh my God. I, while the club was going on. That is crazy. I'd never heard that. Now I knew that Prince Harry had his, uh, his wild nights here for sure in Vegas. Yeah, so uh, yeah. apparently that night that, um, you know, where he hit the tabloids of like him being naked and stuff like that. Right. That same night, like, Three hours earlier, me and him were racing in the swimming pool. <laughs> that is crazy. That is a great story. Yeah. Well, uh, I have to give you credit. You you gave the Olympics one last trial at uh, one last try at the trials in Omaha, Nebraska, yes. at the age of thirty six. Now, is this going to be your last try? Because the Paris Olympics are coming up in just three years, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know if this is going to be my last try. Um, I say that just because I love the sport of swimming. And it's taken me so far, and I'm very humbled um, to be still a part of it. Um, and I'm still going to be a part of swimming, whether it will be me competing or me going around the world teaching kids how to swim. Um, that is what I really want to do, and just you know what, helping the younger generation out. I love that. Uh, there were there was a moment at the trials too that was that was so great where uh, it was it was kind of the end of it for you. And yeah. the younger swimmers came over to you and hugged you. And Michael Phelps even came down from the stands and embraced you. That had to mean a lot to you. It did. It did because, you know, the past four years, have five years uh, since 2016, have been really hard. Um, just with me, um, 
just with like my, I guess my fan base, um, and everything. Right. It was just really hard. Um, but like, it was a satisfaction of like, you know what, there's, they're there. Um, and they, they just want the best for me and they showed me a lot of love and that's something that I'll always remember. Yeah. I know that these younger swimmers certainly know what you have meant to the sport and mm-hmm. paid, paid respect to you. What did, uh, do you recall w- what words you and Michael Phelps exchanged at all? Um, I don't think it was really much words. I think it was just like, we both looked at each other and we kind of knew, and it was, it was more, the more, more important thing was the hug he gave me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that that's... was just, that, that was like a thousand words right there. Yeah. Because your relationship with him, it's always been competitive and, and a little icy over the years, but it's, it's really warmed yeah. up, hasn't it? Uh, in recent years. Oh yeah. Since, um, since he stopped swimming, he's been a real big help and just helping. He's like, he's like me. He wants to help, um, other people out. And that's what he was doing because I was going through a hard time, you know, this past year, just trying to make the, the, you know, trying to, I was trying to make the Olympic team and I was struggling um, with my mental aspect. And I was talking to him a lot and he was helping me. Yeah. And the whole thing with you, you mentioned your fan base and, and I know you've talked about Rio in the past and. Mm-hmm. And it, it certainly was uh, a robbery at a gas station. There was a gun pointed at you. Did you think yeah. that the media was just looking for something like this, and they just really blew it up out of proportion? I think they blew it out of proportion. Um, I mean, it was the uh, it was during the Olympics, and that's all they talked about instead of talking about why everyone is there. Taking away from th- the stories of, it, of the other swimmers, away from other athletes. Not just swimmers, just other athletes, and it's just—it's very sad that the media did that. And as far as the bands and things like that are concerned, to me, it just seems like it's kind of antiquated the way the Olympics uh, decides on who is going to be banned for a certain amount of time. And and uh, you certainly were on the the wrong end of that, weren't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, it is it it is what it is. Um, I mean, I moved on from it. Um, I, I made myself better. That's good to hear. And I know that your future wife, she was your girlfriend at the time, Kayla, yeah. stuck by you. And it's it's really been a journey for both of you, hasn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's been it's been I mean, it's been a long journey, uh, you know, a couple bumps in the road. Um, but, you know, uh, we stayed together and we're a team. And now we made our team even bigger with two beautiful, gorgeous kids. Now, do your kids, is it just kind of predetermined that they're going to be in the pool and uh, swim, <laughs> swimming is in their future? Oh, um, you know what? I'm going to let them choose. I know they're both water babies. They love the water. Yeah. Um, my son knows how to swim. Uh, my daughter, not yet. But, you know, if it's swimming is what they want to do, that's what they're going to do. Like, uh, I'm not going to push them. When did you start? Um, I started at the age of like seven or eight. Okay, so it, a kid like you, were you just going into club swimming or did you swim competitively in school? Oh, no, I was going to club swimming. Yeah, whole different thing now, isn't it? Well, tell me oh, yeah. tell me about the library that you have of on-demand videos to uh, to help train people. Yeah, so a lot of people have always asked me, how do you, how does Olympian 
tray outside the swimming pool. And so I put that we put my team, we put this together, locked in training. And what's so unique about this is you get to train with me on real time. So you get to train while I train. And if you don't want to train with me at uh, the same time on the website, we have a bunch of other workouts that you could choose from. Um, but each time you train with me, there's variations. So anything I do, there is a variation to make it easier to more suitable for you, but that will still give you a good workout. Uh, by the way, I didn't even ask who won the race. You were Prince Harry. <laughs> oh, me, of course. <laughs> of course, yeah. Uh, maybe <laughs> Prince Harry could uh, subscribe to the, the videos. Oh, yeah. That'd be awesome. <laughs> and you're, you are also, Ryan, an ambassador for the fall and winter stroke camps at Spire Institute and Academy. What's that all about? Oh, yeah. So Spire Institute is basically every athlete's dream. It is the top of the line um, facilities. Uh, they have classrooms so you can get your education. Like they have just everything right there at your fingertips. It's just, and I'm the swim ambassador. So I do the um, swimming part and it's just, you know, just trying to give back and help the younger generation. Out. That's basically what I really want to do. It's great. Ryan, you, you sound great. It sounds like uh, everything is, is going your way these days. Maybe we'll see you back in the pool again sometime in the future. It's Ryan's on-demand videos at Locked In Training. Uh, nice talking to you, Ryan, and take care and good luck in the future. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. All right, buddy. Bye-bye. Right. Can't help but pull for that guy, and who knows, maybe he'll give it one more try in the pool. That does it for this episode of the Fake Show Podcast. Thanks for listening. As always, I'm Jim Tofty. I'll see you next time. Listen to The Fake Show anywhere on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and thefakeshow.com.